0: Live from DNHQ in beautiful South Baskinia, California, this is Blue Heaven Podcast. <laughs> Off-season edition, I guess, technically. What's going on, guys? Uh, my name is Clint. You can find me as Real Frg on the Twitter and on the Instagram and in your hearts. I just kept thinking about how Gary did the intro and then... <laughs> Went off the
1: reels real quickly. Guys, my name is Brooke. You can find me at BrookMe3 and on my couch most days because baseball is over. I got nothing to do. But on today's show, we got a lot to talk about still somehow. Season's over. The Dodgers are World Series champions. We are bored kind of. A little bit. We like football. You like the Eagles. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, but we got a little bit to talk about. Hey. You got some beers to crack. We got some beers That's to special. crack. We got to talk about. We're calling it Turner Gate 2020. Because I'm calling it that. It's all we're going to really talk about for the next couple of weeks. Not us personally, but the baseball world because, I mean, why not? What a perfect way to end the season.
0: Every time there's something, there's a thing. You just got to throw gate on it. You had deflate gate. You had um, et cetera gate. Brook, gate mustache Gate. mustache uh
1: huh. Mustache Gate was good. Uh, we also are doing an Elite Sports Collectible giveaway. Also, the announcement of the winner of the Walker Bueller. Ball. Is that what we're doing, Walker Bueller Ball? That's what it was. We got to announce the winner of that. So make sure if you entered that contest to stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss it. We got to talk about that a little bit.
0: Did you pick a winner yet? I I, I did. Okay, good. I think I forgot to co- confer with you. We got a little bit of Dodger housekeeping <laughs> to do as well. Um, there's a little bit of 2020 left. Obviously, in calendar and uh, for the Dodgers, there's things that have happened since the end of the World Series and since we were last on being happy. So we got to talk a little bit about that kind of stuff before we get into a little bit of uh, off-season predictions in a totally brand new, uh, uh, never-before-seen-styled segment. Nobody's ever seen it on the internet, just you know, before the kids come out and be like, Oh, that's like that one show. You know? Yeah.
1: You know, there's a lot of really popular podcasts and shows out there, so (laughs) I'm sure no one's ever done this before.
0: Uh, Well, before we get into it, guys, we got to remind you, this is a, I'm getting a call um, from Unknown Number. Unknown Number. I've Mm. got to mute myself, but we are a live stream, as you can see, so let us know. You guys are representing Dodgers Nation tonight. Drop some comments. We want to get into you guys. Uh, Well, get into them. Phrasing. We want to get into your guys' comments right now, and Mr. Brook is going to go ahead and dive right in. Whilst I pour myself a tasty modello in this fancy dugout mug world series champion dugout mug. Thanks to our friends over at dugoutmugs.com. Check them out. There's pretty cool stuff. And these things are, are, are awesome. They have the shot glass as well. I put, I put next to uh, JT and Bellinger because they are world champions and there's also mug, uh, wine glasses, which is pretty cool. So, you know, Mrs. FRG, uh, I, I'm probably not going to bring him home, but I'm going to see what it tastes like to drink booze out of wood without spilling. <laughs> oh dear God! Yeah, oh, dear that,
1: God. that happened really quickly. Uh, turns out they're a little more shallow than we anticipated. You're having Same. a really difficult. You're having a really difficult time uh, gauging the depth of things. I'm going to dive right into these comments while you try to figure out your life over there. Uh, Jesse over on Periscope says the Turner situation's crazy. We're going to talk about that. We're going to dive into that pretty shortly, so stick around for that. OX over on YouTube called it Turnergate as well. Thought it was pretty funny. You're digging for napkins that we don't have. I appreciate your effort during this. Um, I got this. I got this. You just take over. I got you. Jose checking in from five five nine Vistalia. That's up in uh, the middle area. <laughs> if if I'm if I'm not wrong about that, I don't really know. Are you one of them the uh, country?
0: Geometers, yeah, they call them right.
1: Geometers King Yellowman over on YouTube says, I think Jocktober is over. Checking my watch, looking down at the date and time, it is Jock Vember.
0: This is Jock This is when he thrives because he gets to eat
1: on Thanksgiving (laughs) and he does very well during then. Um, yeah, so much head in this beer. Katie over on YouTube says, No, Gary, I'm out. Gary could not be with us tonight, he's very busy, he's got a lot to do. Um, but so yeah, I'm so sorry to d- to
0: disappoint his fans. He'll be, he'll be sad to know that you guys are missing him tonight. Uh, on Periscope, Leo ZZ Top says, have you guys come back to Earth yet? Has Dodgers Nation come back to Earth yet? Because Leo ZZ Top has not. How uh, are you doing Oh, nearly a week later?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm still, you know, it's still, I'm sure you guys definitely understand this and can probably relate to this pretty dramatically such in the way that I have, but... I still look at highlights and I still look back at posts and, uh, you know, posts from players and posts from MLB and things like that. And I'm still like, holy crap, we won the World Series. I know, it's still weird.
0: It still is somewhat hard to believe just because uh, we're not used to that. That's not a thing that happens to us as Dodger fans or to the players as Dodgers players. I don't know if you saw the uh, the Kike Hernandez um, diary that was in the Los Angeles Times the Mm -hmm. other day. Don't worry, guys, we're going to rip off the good parts and put it on our website. Very soon, DodgersNation.com. Check it out. But uh, he was talking about how, like every year, we're used to you know the disappointment coming home. Like, what went wrong? Thinking about what went wrong. Now we don't have to think about that. It's weird. It's different.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it's it's a weird it's a weird time when all you I mean, you don't even really have to worry about anything. Like, there's nothing in particular. But I, I guess the worst thing is obviously this Justin Turner situation. But on top of that, fans trying to discredit the season somehow. Even though at the beginning of the season those were the same fans saying that uh <laughs> they somehow were uh you know a legitimate season a legitimate contender 60 games counted a long time ago when the Padres were actually playing good baseball but all of a sudden doesn't count seems really convenient to me but that's just the
0: way it worked out I don't really read too much into it I don't really care don't yep. really care <clears throat> Michael on YouTube says, still unbelievable that our blue crew are champs. Joshua says Kelly for commissioner. We will get into Joe Kelly's comments. We're actually going to have a guest appearance of Joe Kelly's comments. <laughs> um, what else have we got? Um, Ray wants uh, the Dodgers to sign Seager and Bellinger to long-term deals. I would probably prefer to see Seager over Belly uh, just because you know, he's very good, as we can see. And uh Jerry's still somewhat out on how great Cody can be. guess it's still early. Uh, Tim, our boy, SD Dodger, Tim Rogers saying, still enjoying the heck out of it, which is uh, the smart way to go. And I know Tim is going to be very decked out, and I'm pretty sure his pocketbook is hurting coming up because uh, people spend a lot of money on this merch, man.
1: It does. I mean, I personally have spent a good chunk of change on it more than I had anticipated. But you know what? You got to celebrate. It's been 32 years. Spend that money while you got that money because, you know, you can just, you know, it's COVID time. You can sit at home on your couch in your World Series gear. You can impress your family. Sit on them. Sit on, on your couch.
0: On it, you said on your World Series gear. You can well. sit on your World Series gear. I think that, uh, on your couch. I think reading that comment on the site messed us up because I spilled now twice. There's a lot that's happening today and none of it's good. All right. <laughs> Speaking of nothing good, <sighs> I'm already on the show. It's too late. Um, Justin Turner, mm-hmm. Turner Gate 2020. Mm. We, uh, I talked around it, much to the chagrin of you and Gary, apparently, slightly. talked around it last week on our celebration show, and I decided I didn't want to. We decided I didn't want to um, get too much into it when we're supposed to be celebrating and be happy, which I agree with. Uh, It sucks that a lot of the news networks and sports talk places didn't take that, but you also can't because it is the biggest story uh, at the time. But yes, Justin Turner did test positive. Twice, apparently, but that that was one of the, the problems with it mm-hmm. is that there was a lot of misinformation or incomplete information about Turner's test in-game or when it came back and all that. And, you know, some of the baseball people looking at you, Kenny Rosenthal, going on to national television immediately after the biggest game of the season and telling the public that they knew about it in the afternoon and they still let him play and, and all this kind of stuff and, and now MLB afterwards coming out with their statement making Turner fully the the villain in this awful play that nobody wants to go see. Right. I know you don't like this, I know you don't want to talk about it, but uh yeah, what are your what are what are Brook Me Three thoughts, T H. O. T.
1: I guess the, the the best way to sum it up is I mean whatever you believe in life, whatever you're about, I don't really want to know your opinions fully on it, but I will say that Justin Turner number 1 100% was not in the right in what he did. I I understand the the need, the want to celebrate your hard work, the want to celebrate on the field with your with your teammates. You've been a part of this for a long time. You've been cheated out of a World Series. You've lost two World Series. I totally get it. I understand that you want to be there. I understand the human element of that. He was in the wrong. He knew knew that he had tested positive. He knew that he should have been wearing a mask and still took off his mask at the time. Mm -hmm. That's a whole separate issue. But on top of that, I also think that Major League Baseball did a Major League Baseball thing, something that we could have all seen coming and understood and just steamrolled the player. Um, I, I don't like ever agreeing with Trevor Bauer, but unfortunately the way he phrased it was the best for me. He's like, it's a typical MLB protocol to not say anything until there's public outcry about something. Mm-hmm. And then to steamroll a player for it rather than accept any sort of responsibility. And that's exactly what major league baseball did. They were like, our security tried to stop him and he didn't stop. And I'm like, yeah. okay, Number Mm -hmm. one, you're paid to be security for that reason. Mm -hmm. You're paid to do that job for a reason. You're paid to enforce those protocols for a reason. So I can't imagine Justin Turner muscling his way past several security guards for MLB or several MLB officials. It was more of a, hey, I'm going out on the field to celebrate. And And security. No. No. And he said, yes. And then he said, oh, Mr. okay, Mr. Turner, Mr. Turner. Yeah. yeah.
0: You, can't, you can't do that. Mr. I think Turner. that's my
1: biggest problem is that MLB didn't do anything really to stop it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Didn't really do a good job of testing him and making sure that he was not positive in the first place. He was in the freaking game. Um, and obviously a lot of that is going to depend on how the report comes back. The investigation comes back in terms of testing. We might find out more about how it all shaped out. Hopefully we do find out more so we can understand it a little bit better because we still don't fully understand how it all took shape. But ultimately, yes, Justin Turner was in the wrong, in my opinion. He should not have done that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure he looks back on it now and is probably like, eh, I probably shouldn't have got out of the field oh, yeah. testing positive. Probably shouldn't have done that. But, uh, you know, from what it sounds like, it's all worked out okay. You know, nothing major has popped up yet. We yeah, still have to wait but that out.
0: that's still not the, the issue here. Just right. because you don't have the symptoms, you're asymptomatic does not mean – Per science, does not mean that you cannot give the virus to somebody else. Science has told us that. Science. Bill Knight told me that. That dude's a science guy. He's been an effing science guy for since before you were born. And probably me, because he's older. But he's a nice guy. I met him a couple years ago. Turner, no doubt. Um, He... he there's there's got to be so many uh, you know emotions going through that you you fought for so long it's your the team you grew up rooting for you just won them help win them uh or help them win a world series for the first time in 32 years basically almost all of your life and um and they're telling you you can't go out there you get that itch he's like whatever you know like i don't know i'm mean, i'm assuming there was a point of whatever But I'm sure after the fact, he's looking at the photos and he's looking at all the stuff. And that was one of the bigger problems was that it was um, the optics were just shit poor. They were god awful terrible. And there's no way that that's ever going to not be the narrative of that. And honestly, to me, it it has kind of sullied the, the title a little bit just because, you know, we should have had Joe Buck's bad call go to you know, the post game and be the Dodgers, are you know, world champions, not, not Burkhardt on TV. Justin Turner left the game because he was tested positive for COVID-19 or whatever the hell they said. And it's like another thing that, that Trevor Bauer talked about. I think it was Bauer. Like, aren't there HIPAA laws with that? Why did Fox sports feel it was okay to announce to the national audience that a human American man person, <laughs> camera tv yep. was uh covid positive like there was no reason to to do it that way you don't know if i don't i can't imagine jt was like oh yeah cool i don't think he had enough time to sign off on that
1: right i think that's also a thing that's uh been a pretty big gray area across the country like not even just in sports just in general like hey where where do we cross the line on that is mm-hmm. that crossing the line because it's a pandemic because you have to contract trace and all those things um think it's been a pretty big gray area. It's still not something that we're positive about. There was a raised player and his wife who were able to remain anonymous. And uh-huh. I don't quite understand – not necessarily that I'm like, hey, I need to know who that was. Because I personally don't. I also personally don't need to know which players on no. the Dodgers <laughs> contracted it, when, if it were to hap- when it happened. But we were informed. Obviously, JT came out of the game. It's a little tough to hide in that sense. Um, you could probably infer later. Um, but the fact that the – I mean – I think our biggest problems collectively were that media were so quick to jump on things and so quick to flip it entirely on its head. We were a part of the post-game press conferences, and uh, there were very few questions about how happy are you to win the World Series and many questions about your teammate Justin Turner, and that, Mm -hmm. for me, soured it for me. Um, It took a a little bit away to the celebration for me. Yeah, Obviously, very happy about it in the long run. 32 years is a long time to wait for something. Personally, I've been waiting my entire life. You've been waiting most of your life for this to come again. Um, and so ultimately I think that this will just be a footnote when it's all said and done. I, I know, I think once we're past this, once they do whatever their, their investigation is, whatever they decide to do with JT, hopefully it's nothing dramatic because it doesn't need to be. Yeah. But once, once they get past that, we'll be able to just move on and say, you know what? Dodgers <laughs> won the world series in 2020 in a really crappy year mm-hmm. that we didn't think we were going to have baseball. The Dodgers won the world series. And also this happened.
0: And again, like reiterating what you what uh, reiterating what you said earlier. Justin Turner is not without fault in this. He's the one who chose to go on the field and, you know, his reasons for wanting to go on the field and for going back on the field are very justifiable, no doubt. Justifiable was a great album, and he's a Justin Turner, Justin, Justin Timberlake, and we're going to go in this circle now. Mm-hmm. But Michael on Facebook brings up the, the the good point here of like people miss births, funerals, marriages, graduation, and Justin Turner celebrating is more important than all of those people's sacrifices. And and I see that view, and there's going to be that view, and that's going to be the you know the greater narrative of it. It's that MLB did have these protocols in place that say. If if this happens, you need to do this, and the the players agreed to that. Moreover, the Dodgers were very vocal about the fact that they were going to go above and beyond some of the things they said, and then you know, or that were in the, the protocols, where they mm-hmm. weren't going to high five, they were going to avoid each other, they were going to mask or, or wear their neck gaiters or whatever for every game. And every time they talked about that, it lasted a couple of games. You know, Justin Turner was the lead man who sent the, you know the text thread to everybody. Here are our rules internally, which were essentially just the the protocol rules. Very early in the season, and this was after the Miami outbreak, um, which was not one of the best uh, uh, EDM shows you could ever go to. I can tell you that. The Miami but, outbreak sounds like a really great nightclub. So there's a lot of. Uh, uh, you know, hypocrisy all around. For there's a lot of hypocrisy on both sides. A lot of people tell me there's a lot of hypocrisy on both <laughs> sides. So, and there's also conspiracy theories and all that. And, and there's weird ways you can go with this. Like the timing of it is very peculiar. It's like how long did maybe the MLB know about it, and they just wanted to get through the game. Sounds like a Manfred thing. To be honest, we're not here to perpetuate these sorts of things. There's just a lot of weird stuff. But the the before we get to the root question of of how does somebody in the air quote bubble get the virus i i i do i wonder with you i'm going to ask you are do you think you know what how uh, jt selfish in doing that
1: uh you know your I, opinion I, I, you know it's hard it's hard to call it selfish but it also at the same time um I, For I, the greater I, good, of I, I, I saw it come through the comments. We were like, "Hey, man!" In that moment of that adrenaline and that winning, like, kind of logic kind of goes out the window with you a little bit. And I totally get that. <sighs> I totally understand that. I think at the end of the day, you can look back and it's easy to, from your couch, which I was on my couch, to say like, "Ah, it's pretty kind of a selfish thing, man." Like you could have celebrated with them later, um, mm-hmm. and you can, you can absolutely celebrate with them mm-hmm. later. Eventually, JT is going to get his parade. Eventually, he will be able to be there with them. But with that being said. I think it's a little selfish. I think he knows that he's I that's the biggest thing. I think he knows he's in the wrong and I think he knows he's going to have to accept that once, you know, I think he's going to let this investigation play out and they're going to hand out their punishment and they're going to say whatever they need to say. And I hope to God that he blasts MLB a little bit in the process. But I know ultimately the guy that he is, he's gonna he's gonna come out and say I should not have done that. And, you know, it was a mm-hmm. selfish act. I wasn't taking into consideration that there were families out there of my teammates. Um, mm-hmm. There were media members who I put in things like all the yeah. right things that you need to say in that situation. He's gonna say those things because he is good at that, and he mm-hmm. is a genuine human being who feels those things. True that. So. I think yes, but also it's something that we're going to be able to work past. It's not something that we're going to hang on to long-term. It is something that I knew when it happened. I was like, this is going to be a couple weeks of this, and then we'll move past it. I think once we're done talking about it, once it's done, uh-huh. uh, the whole process is worked out, I don't really mm-hmm. think we're ever going to talk about it ever again.
0: You think back, though, to last off season and... The Astro scandal and how long that dragged out for MLB's data collection. They're just bad at stuff. They're bad at stuff. But also, MLB is kind of, kind of relishing this. You know, They dominated uh, some sports news headlines in a time where usually MLB is back page at best. Right. So to be able to have something two years in a row... Which is a huge fault of Rob Manfred, but if MLB itself, the whole, um, you know, any publicity is good publicity kind of rings true a little bit here. But Manfred, uh, Manfred's had a lot of scandals and a lot of things happened under his watch since, what, 2015 when he took over?
1: Are you telling me he doesn't handle things well?
0: I'm saying that he's a piece of shit human, probably. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's not very good at his job. Back to you in the studio. But like I said at the uh, more at the top of this show, Joe Kelly had his rant, and we know Joe Kelly can be a little long-winded. So this is a uh, slightly not altered, but trimmed. There's some pauses and some ums and other things out there left out for context, and it's still a little bit over two minutes. But Joe Kelly, Dodgers. Reliever and two-time Major League Baseball World Series champion went on uh, WEEI Radio, a Boston radio, Brad Fo Show. Show. I don't know what think it was a Rob Brad. I don't know. He did a thing. He goes he likes his Boston people still. Respect. You know, you got to have your friends in the low places. But he, he talked about the whole thing. Like his idea, his, his more focus was how does somebody who's in this air quote bubble – get the virus so this is something that kind of sort of broke the internet over the weekend enjoy listening to a little bit of joseph kelly jr
2: what what do you make of the justin turner stuff um i want to know who gave him the corona if it if it's a bubble how do you get the corona in the bubble you know it, it was a. Uh, i don't i mean it wasn't called the bubble it was called the secure zone if, for people that don't know um and we were uh at a nice hotel a beautiful hotel um in Arlington or, or Las Colinas and there's a golf course there. And I happen to have a room of Villa on the on the eighteenth green, which is which is pretty crazy because it's secure zone. But my room I would say is no more than twenty yards from the green and it's still open to the public. So it's a bubble except golfers are hitting golf balls in my next to my window and then crossing the secure zone tape line and people are yelling at him, and the golfers are yelling back at him, saying, no, I'm going to get my ball. So it wasn't really as secure as one might think because, like I said, there was still a golf course open to the public 20 yards away from us every single day. Um, You know, we weren't allowed to play golf uh, according to the rules and and the tiers, but uh, I saw a lot of golf clubs in the hotel. Um, You know, I, I know for facts that people staying at that hotel were playing golf that weren't baseball players. Um, you know, it was media, it was the, the on-field talents, the umpires, you know, they still were allowed to play golf, um, but we weren't, because apparently the coronavirus knows that baseball players should get it more than um, PR and, 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 and uh, hotel staff and um, umpires, they're, it's a smart virus. So, so you're saying, I wonder where he got it from, but it's not it that It makes of- sense. How, right. No, it's not. It's a secure zone, but it was the first time in my life I felt insecure. I was insecure in the secure zone. Hotel staff say they come deliver you room service. They're supposed to leave you at the door. Numerous times they come into the room and deliver your food. And these hotel staff members get to go home every single day to their families and not stay at the hotel. So how is it a, a, a secure zone or a bubble? If we weren't as aware as players to try to stay away from getting it, and you know, if we let our guard down, I'm sure it could have been more than just one. So, <clears throat>
0: Joe Kelly bringing up a lot of good points. That yeah, there was a little bit uh, too much. It was, I don't know, was it frivolous? Is that the right? I don't know. There was a little bit too much openness in the bubble. One one reason the NBA bubble worked is because everybody was their ass was locked in there, as were the baseball players, it seemed almost like a prison. Okay, you got you, you stay in your, your cell, and then you get outside time and play the game, and then you go back to your cell. But visitors are going to be outside the prison walls. So, again, it, it's weird, and it's another ill-thought-out and poorly conceived plan by Rob Manford and MLB. And think about this bubble plan did not come into effect until three weeks before the playoffs, something like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it came together, like, quick. Like, it was a, a very hodgepodge, like, hey, we're getting near the end of the season. I think we're going to have playoffs inside the bubble. We don't know where the bubble's going to be. It might be in Texas. It might be in Southern California. It might be in Florida. NBA, on the other hand, was something that was well thought out and planned, and the season wasn't created until they could come to an agreement on where things were going to be and how it was going to happen and things like that. Obviously, there was a lot different circumstances. I mean, you and I both had questions, and I think our biggest question – there are uh, how do you what's the what's the most what's the best way of saying this there are certain players on the team who had family members in Texas the entire time for the for the duration of the playoffs who and were a, out at clubs on their social medias or out doing things that were definitely not bubble <laughs> mm-hmm. um that were also seen
0: then celebrating on the field mm-hmm. after the game um and notably friends, family, patrons, fans, they did not have to even get a a damn temperature check, I think, at the stadium. No, and that's a big thing
1: because you have these people who for the entirety of the playoffs have been doing whatever the hell that they want, and you know that's up to them. They make their life decisions. It's not up for me to say whether they're right or wrong, uh, but they're wrong. Um, And for them to not have to be required to undergo any sort of testing to then celebrate on the field with the players... Seems kind of counterproductive, and that kind of puts yeah. you in a situation where you're like, Yeah, JT was positive, but also, like, there's a lot of a risk there. There's a lot of there's risk associated of with risk. who you just let come onto the field after <laughs> the game. I understand people want to be with their families, people, etc. You should be inside the bubble situation then, because there is at least one player's uh family, we'll call it, who I know for a fact was not in the bubble, and we're on the field. So, mm-hmm. I have a situ. I have I just have issues with it all the way across. It sounds like I've heard it described as a porous bubble and uh, (laughs) indeed it sounds like the plan was not put together very well. It was not enforced very well top to bottom. It was not very, I mean in terms of success, it ended up actually being pretty successful and I think that is only because players knew what was at stake. and that They knew that they were playing for a title and they knew they were playing for a championship and that a positive test could put that in jeopardy. And so that's where the leadership of players comes in. That's where veteran leadership comes in. And Mm -hmm. it worked out well all the way up right until the very, very, very bitter end. Um, And if you think about it, if the Dodgers had not won game six, I mean, that puts you in a tough spot as as the league and (laughs) as the Dodgers. That puts you in a really tough spot when all of a sudden you're like, we had to kick JT out of the bubble. Also, we need to do a lot of testing tonight to figure Uh, out if you guys can play tomorrow. It probably pushes the game back one or two days if there was a Game 7. Luckily, we didn't get to that point. Luckily, the Dodgers just closed it out, finished it out. We don't have to worry about it. But overall, it was just poor execution up and down by Major League Baseball, which is also not a surprise.
0: Rob Manfred once again proving that he doesn't know what he's doing completely with the job of commissioner. Scandal after scandal. 2017, the Astros were cheating. 2018, the Astros and Red Sox were cheating, allegedly. 2019, the whole offseason, the Astros are exposed. And uh, in 2020, you have the World Series Super Spreader event. So good job, Robbie. You're killing the game and you know, possibly other people. Fans, the roof is closed. Well, but We love it. We it love is what it, it is. Um, moving on from the ugly, from the weird, and we hope we don't have to talk too much about this ever again during the off season. Uh, but we got a giveaway, you know, that's a thing. And I'm slightly or somewhat semi uh, ill prepared for this. So I got to switch to my other mouse because that's a thing because I'm, I'm technically skilled to be able to do that. But we are announcing the winner of our giveaway of this. Uh, oh, let's a drum roll and push the button. Um, is, is that I it? Really, is it done? I really wish it wouldn't. Just give us give us a damn symbol. The winner of this beautiful
1: sign, Walker Buehler Baseball, sponsored this particular one, sponsored by Elite Sports Collectibles. Uh, you are going to have to collect. I have to announce it right now, like this very moment. Yeah, sure. Right here. Uh, Carlos, that's C A R R R, three R's dot los over on Instagram. So he's a pirate. I, I, Carlos. I, I get it. It's a bad joke, but I get it. Carlos, you are now the owner of this fine Walker Bueller signed baseball. Make sure to DM us over at official Dodger Nation to collect. And you got uh, to give you 24 hours to collect 48 48 hours to collect on that. That's double what I said. And we'll send that thing out to you because it's beautiful. It's nice to have. Who doesn't want Walker Bueller inside? I mean, I wouldn't want Walker Bueller himself inside my house, but
0: I I don't want Walker Bueller inside at all. Yes. uh, And I think we're also going to DM you. So, uh, again, if you don't, we'll find another winner that hopefully wants this fine uh, Walker Bueller baseball. But the next giveaway, thanks to our friends over at Elite Sports Collectibles. And do check out at Elite Sports Collectibles on Instagram. Uh, That's a very important key component of this. You have to follow them. You have to follow our Instagram, official Dodgers Nation. And you have to, on the post for, that you'll see on our Instagram, uh, although Eddie's probably driving home right now, we are giving away a Justin Turner autographed jersey, which is pretty cool. That's a full-blown jersey. With the name Justin Turner on it. So perfect timing for the holidays and uh, for your family events, large large gatherings of family. I'm sorry. But follow the rules that are on that Instagram post, and you will be entered to win that Justin Turner autographed jersey thanks to our friends at Elite Sports Collectibles. And Jose Rod, yes, it is COVID-free. Uh, Brooke checked. I did, the- yep. I think you blacklighted as a thing. The lick test. Ooh, yeah. Like think not the signature side. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's using your noodle. Yeah, yeah, but thinking uh, ahead. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think we're doing favorite Justin Turner moment or or memory all told. But uh, do check out the description. Share it to your friends and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you'll be glad you did probably. <laughs> well, <laughs> probably. All right. So again, it's been. As of right now, six days since the Dodgers won the 2020 World Series Championship. And let's go ahead and get a little bit of that in there because we don't, we have, we've never been able to say that on this show. There's a first well, for everything. I mean, we did last week well, on Thursday. But anyway. Never since last week. <laughs> like the fifth time we've been able to say that. Um, There have been some things. we got to talk about a little bit what's going on with the team and and, like, actually moving ahead there there is a next season there is an off season right now and you know there's player movement right after the 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 end of the world series there's player movement so uh before we get into the award hopefuls and the award stuff that was dropped today (laughs) and messed up dodgers have seven free agents they do enrique hernandez he's one of them i I forgot to write him down you got blake trinan you got alex wood you got other bodies. Pedro right. Baez. You got. JT, Justin Turner. <laughs> I, I am usually more prepared, but the camera's on. And. Jock. Oh, yeah. Young Jock. And then the other guy. <laughs> the, the other one. <laughs> who is the last one again?
1: I don't know. Put it in the comments. I don't really feel like doing any research, but you got Probably seven dudes who are moving on. Well, potentially. Potentially
0: moving on. Uh, of course, the key of which, the, 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 the most important from the team of which are JT, Jock, Baez, who've been around forever. Mm. From this team, trying in is pretty damn important. Woody ended up proving himself to be very important in the postseason. So, uh, shockingly. Yeah. Shockingly important. You remember us all being mad when Alex Wood was added to the postseason roster over, uh, was it Dylan? No, it wasn't Dylan Floro. But, you remember yeah. Matt being mad that he came into the game? Nah, you know what? That one, you're talking about game six, I was, I was okay. I wasn't he was happy ready. when he was
1: coming in. <laughs> he was, when he was coming in, I was upset. When he, he was, stayed in, I was, was very happy. Was Jake
0: McGee, thank you, Jose Rod. Oh, oh five. Jake. McGee. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just excited.
1: So those guys are
0: technically gone. They're free to be signed with any other team uh as of now? It was after the Sunday, agency, right? The agency opened on Sunday. Fully uh, fully free to go elsewhere. Other roster moves, Jimmy. Uh, I saw somebody talk about Jimmy Nelson. Jimmy Nelson's gone. Uh, they didn't pick up his option, so they paid him, like, what, 500 grand or something like that. You know, chump change, so. And I, I don't know. Don't ask the question. I do not know if Jimmy Nelson is getting a World Series ring. Knowing the Dodgers? Probably. Probably. Because they gave, a uh, in 18, they gave Tom Kohler a runner-up ring. <laughs> Which is cool. He was there. Yeah, he was there. He, he was like, hey, nice. Hey, he detonated his shoulder for the Dodgers, all right. He gave it all. And cool whip special, perfectly timed. World Series hero, postseason hero, Terrence Gore, is off the forty man, so he's back in the system though, right? He he wasn't a free agent, if I'm not mistaken, person man.
1: Who know? Terrence Gore. He is a free agent guy because he has that option to elect that or accept the outright assignment. He okay. apparently did not accept that outright assignment, though it was not officially announced. But MLB Trade Rumors has him as a free agent. So with that being said, Terrence Gore, cool. gone but not forgotten. But he will also, I'm assuming, get a ring because he was there. Not for the World Series, but for the Division
0: Series and the Wild Card Series. And he was hugely important for both of them. Gatorade boy. <laughs> All right. All right. There was also today some uh, awards finalists, and I know you got a little bit of beef on them. Give us some beef. Where's the beef? A little beef. Give us the news and give us the beef. Okay. Well, the
1: issue is I don't think that the baseball writers of America, I don't think they did a great job on the awards finalists this year. So it was announced today, all the finalists, so they picked three basically for every major award that's out there. That's the uh, Rookie of the Year Award. That's the MVP Award. That's the Cy Young Award. That's the Manager of the Year Award. All the important awards. Uh, Cy Young, 100% agree with. All the guys that they were, re- they recommended, I felt, were top tier, top of the mm-hmm. line. I don't think the Dodgers had any potential Cy Young candidates. I, I think they had a couple guys that maybe got in the top 10, and that's about it. I think Kershaw was probably a top 10 Cy Young guy in my mind, actually, this year. Surprisingly. Did you have a vote? No, I did not have a vote this year. But in my mind, it would have been top 10. <laughs> I think my biggest problem... We're going to get to the good news, I guess, at at some point. My biggest problem was the Manager of the Year Award, which it dave roberts won a world series guys it's it's hard well, they to vote not before. it's not it's true they do vote before but it's hard to look at it and be like he only lost 17 games in a 60 game season To not think that he is under consideration for manager of the year i know you guys don't always agree with him but to be fair it was mostly in the playoffs that you mostly didn't agree with him <laughs> that being said uh don mattingly whew, is Oof. under consideration, heavy consideration, becomes a finalist for manager of the year award. And for those of you have that have been Dodgers fans for more than Dave Roberts tenure, you know just how batshit crazy that statement is yeah. to say in this year. But it is what it is. Donnie Baseball might end up being manager of the year. Jace Tingler, Tingle McClingerberry, whatever his name is, yeah. Padres Manager, another one. He King has Lynch. a good chance he has a good chance to win uh first year managing. Good for him. Whatever. I don't really care. David Ross.
0: It's bad. David Ross
1: of the Cubs? Of the Cubs getting swept by the Marlins fame? David Ross somehow made it into manager of the year consideration. Don't understand it. Don't like it. Uh, I think it's stupid. I think... You know, I'm not one of those dudes that's like the the manager of my team should be in consideration for it always. I'm not one of those dudes. I don't really care about that. I don't really think it matters to Dave Roberts even entirely all that much. But it should be better than that. It should be much better than David Ross. I think the best way I saw it put is that he led a mediocre team to mediocrity. And I was like, that is a great way to to describe David Ross. That being said, uh, we can move into some more controversial things, which is the rookie of the year conversation. Yeah. Tony Conslin, man led a lot of rookies in a lot of different categories he read all led all rookie pitchers in war which yeah. I mean not the only consideration not the in, only thing that you talk about in less time as well less time very dominant very very good pitcher during the regular season keep in mind that for voting it only goes up to the postseason it does not include the postseason because your vote has to be in by then so obviously he got rocked during the postseason but we're not gonna talk about that because they voted before that yeah that in mind, uh, he was not one of the finalists. Alex Baum over on the Phillies, if you know, or Alec Baum, excuse me, if you know who he is, kudos to you. No one really knows who he is because he plays for the Phillies. Uh, rough time to be a Philly fan. That's all I got to say yep. about that. Jake oh, yeah. Cronenworth, I mean, Very good. I think we can both agree, probably deserves to be in that conversation. The way we watched him play the Dodgers all year, definitely, deferred, <laughs> de- definitely deserved to be in that conversation. And then Devin Williams, the airbender himself. I I personally hope that guy wins because, my God, what a season that guy had for a really crappy team.
0: Reliever for the uh, the Milwaukee Brewers. Very damn good pitcher. Uh, With him and Cronenworth, I think that's right. I don't know what the other guy, the Phillies guy is. I've never heard of it. He's a person. He's a person. Cool. That's good for him. Uh, but in
1: my mind, Tony Gonson should have been at least yeah. considered for that. Uh, he led in so many different categories. He stepped into a role that he wasn't s- supposed to be pushed into so quickly. They traded Ross Stripling so that he could have a more prominent role. He forced his way into a rotation that is a very good rotation. He pitched very, very well. He arguably carried the staff for a couple weeks. Um, I mean he started the year with a fifteen inning scoreless streak, give Something or take. Like that, and then yeah. it's there's just so many things to look at and be like, Yeah, he was a dominant pitcher, absolutely rookie of the year candidate. But They'd,
0: apparently not. Do you think uh Padres fans will will take to the streets and and you know, parade if Cronenworth wins the rookie of the oh, year? Oh yeah.
1: That's this is their World Series celebration. <laughs> they already hung up their uh, wild card banner, so <laughs> <laughs> they're ready to
0: go. <laughs> oh man, plus uh, you know, uh, nlds participant oh, that's good, also good thing. job guys that's we're, a, proud we're very you. proud of you san diego padres gonna be you know you're still, are gonna be scary but we get to make fun of you because why not and another thing that is very important because it is uh it's that weird time where i mean there's people like brooke and i that are like kind of split happy that the season's over because we were literally effing dying uh by the end of the world series um but right away, it's like, wait, there's no baseball today. Yeah, I mean, there's that sadness of no. To
1: watch the Giants play the Buccaneers. What kind of crap Ooh, is that? Uh... I mean, it could be worse. We could be watching the Cowboys play the Eagles.
0: Cause they' bad. Hey, baby, bad. three wins, division leaders. Just go, Eagles. Fly, go, Eagles, Birds. Fly, go, Birds. <laughs> Anyways, baseball will be back. Uh. February 27th, that is the first official scheduled spring training game for the Dodgers. They're supposed to play the Cubs at Sloan Park in Mesa, Arizona. Mm-hmm. But that's a big if. There's a lot of if. So, as part of that, we wanted to uh, rip off. Pardon the interruption. I wanted to. You. Me. Me, this guy. So, we have some uh, topics and I will make a better graphic at some point. I am not a graphic designer, and my graphics guy was driving here to bring us some nice gifts, socially distanced gifts, because he's a nice guy. Anyway, <laughs> they didn't. Show. Hey, he still got good hands, does Brooke? Mm-hmm. But we're kind of doing somewhat rapid fire off-season predictions, and and you know, there's a timer on it, but we know how the timers go. They don't really mean anything on these type of shows. But we have a few topics we wanted to hit on uh, here. And let's you know let's kind of see a little bit what happens. Why not? Including spring training. Will yeah, happen, we've but.
1: definitely never been good at time limits. but <laughs> uh, we'll, So, yeah, we'll see how this one goes.
0: So, the rules are going to be simple. We're going to get about a minute. I don't know. Should we do a minute each or just a minute per topic? Minute per topic. We'll do that. We'll kind of back. Rapid, rapid fire. Rapid, rapid. Oh. Um, and we're going to make our predictions of how the offseason will go. Free agency a little bit. How MLB is going to screw something up. All that kind of stuff. So, first... So that timer up on the clock as soon as I finish saying it, timer up on the clock on the screen. Who of the 7 free agents returns to LA and Brooke, I'm going to let you lead that off. Oh, uh, go. Oh, it started. Uh like all of Okay, uh
1: who Justin comes Turner back? comes back.
0: Okay. I giving you that. That's, That's it. it. That's, That's the it. only one I think comes got back. JT? Yeah, I
1: only have JT coming back.
0: All right. Well, we're going to have to wait now for 40. Years.
1: Just let it run. Let it run.
0: Turner's coming back. There's no doubt he's coming back. Uh our one of our fine contributors at Dodgers Nation, Mr. Brian Robotai, at Bri Robotai on uh the Twitter posted a poll today about what does a good Justin Turner contract look like. He said two years and like thirty-two million. I think that's way too, too much. much. Maybe twelve a year. Maybe. Maybe max out twelve a year, but he's thirty-six. <laughs> he's got a history of coronavirus. <laughs> he does. I don't I, J, JT will be back. It might be a 1 year type thing. I don't think I think he ends his career a Los Angeles Dodger. That needs to happen. I think it's a,
1: a 2 year contract at 11 a year and a third option a year.
0: That's a good one. Uh I also think you know I'm going to save the the, 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 the I, I don't think he'll be back, but this is what I hope. Okay. Uh well I need a that's button good. for that's that. Good. Um button. uh <laughs> Well, what had happened was That's the button. That's that's the button. That's how you know the time up. <laughs> We all having fun yet, guys? No. Alright. Next topic. It says it right there. Brooks wish wish list. So this you oh. get a full minute and 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 take your take your time. Is it going? Oh, not, what is your off season wish list of, of all of the people and all of the things? And give us some reasons why this is your predictions wish wish list or whatever. I guess it's wish sort list. of changed and yeah,
1: I think my uh biggest wish would be a starting pitcher, which we are not gonna have to pay for because we have one that should be returning to us in Mr. David Price in the twenty twenty one season. He's already on our payroll. We already got him. We don't need to move anybody. He's gonna force at least one of the really good guys back to the bullpen and gonna make the bullpen a lot better. It's gonna make up for the lack of Blake Trennan, gonna make up for the lack of uh Jake McGee, gonna make up for the lack of Alex Wood, who was not virtually non-existent during the regular season. Um on top of that, I wanna add one more, maybe two more solid pieces to the bullpen. You got uh-huh. some you got some house money to play with working in that bullpen. Would love Love to see a Brad Hand added to that mix in the back end of that that bullpen. Holy cow, how dominant would that make you? That's an upgrade from Blake Trinan. That's an upgrade from Kenley Jansen. Would also love to see a Liam Hendricks added into the rotation a little bit on that. Not the starting rotation, the bullpen rotation. Solid relievers, really good arms. You get them at a price. uh, You got some money to play with. We can get it done.
0: (laughs) This is actually kind of I got really nervous. My heart started beating (laughs) faster. A champion... On YouTube says, Brad Hand is a garbage dude. I haven't heard anything about the Hand. Is there some stuff with Hand? Has anybody heard of Hand stuff? Hand I have stuff. not heard of stuff. I,
1: I have not heard anything about him, but if uh, I'll, I'll look into it because I don't know.
0: My wish list is now up on the board, or the, the, the numbers, the, the time, the countdown thing. Mm-hmm. Buying me some time here. JT, it's part of the wish list. He's coming back. You can't not have a franchise icon come back. He can't go anywhere else. You do not want him to go anywhere else because he knows secrets. (sighs) My wish list also is uh, that Jock Peterson does not return to the Dodgers because I think, look, we had a great swan song there in the World Series. It's a good way to go out. Yeah, and there's depth. I'm tired of blocking players like DJ Peters. There's other talent in, in the farm system that needs to be moved around. I mean, hell, that's a spot that... Uh, uh, Zach McKinstry could could be that sort of utility guy. Whatever, um, you know, play a little bit of outfield, that kind of stuff. Blake Trinan needs to return. Uh, I I understand there's going to be the people that think. Oh, I can hold the button. The people that think that Blake was overused in the postseason, but he was underused during the regular season. Bring back Blake Trinan. I do you like Brad past. Hand. You talk past, yeah, they do that all you the time. Past. Bring back or bring in Brad Hand too, because you lost. Pedro Baez as well. Oh notably, none of us mentioned longtime utility banana Enrique Quique Hernandez. You want me to lead this off, or you want uh, you to lead this off? I'll take this one. <laughs> Are we doing a minute total? Yeah, sure. We'll just yeah, bounce back and forth. Where does one. Enrique Quique Hernandez end up?
1: uh Kike Hernandez ends up a Los Angeles angel of Anaheim because uh he fits in with that scheme they're losing Angelton Simmons he's gonna end up being their starting shortstop somehow they're gonna grow to love him just as much as we have <laughs> loved him throughout the course of his Dodgers tenure and congrats to the Angels because good
0: pickup for their organization at a cost that's gonna come way too high I would love to see Kike end up in Anaheim one he gets to stay home. He gets to stay close enough to L.A. by playing in Orange County, which is not Los Angeles, but he and Mariana, his wife, are expecting a baby girl this offseason. It would be nice to keep them close to home, not have to uproot too much stuff. We just saw this happen mid season with Ross Stripling as they announced their chicken nuggets, which really sucks for them. So to kind of have to uproot and learn all that kind of stuff or, or relearn all that kind of stuff really sucks a, a load of butts. But the other thing is – Hold on, wait, I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't do that, and then this. The other thing is I just really want to see him as the starting shortstop in Anaheim. I think that'll be really cool. That would be fun to see Kike get a chance to be the starting shortstop somewhere because he would be uh, a fine replacement for the, the very talented Andleton Simmons who, with like two games left, was like, Pop, Felicia. Yeah, he was basically like, I'm out, I'm not playing the rest of the year, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, so that was uh, a little interesting... Um, Next up, Rob Manfred. What will Ma- Rob Manfred – hold on, me or you? I'm going to give this to you, too. What is Rob Manfred and MLB going to screw up for baseball this offseason?
1: Man, I just can't see a situation where they don't screw up the entire start of the season somehow. Like they mm-hmm. have so much time to prepare it out, to plan it out, should COVID go into extra innings, make it too far into twenty twenty one. COVID go into extra innings. That's a solid line. I mean you can't really knock that one. Uh but I just can't see a way that they don't screw this thing up somehow and get mm-hmm. the season started late.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think they're also gonna they're gonna overplay their hand trying to get the uh the extended or the expanded postseason continued and and the players, they might be on board with it. They might be cool with it. But all of the rules that were implemented in this 2020 season are not official. They were only for this season. So nothing can be officially brought to the table uh, or ex- implemented until it's brought to the, the Players Association and they all agree on it, which I think the Players Association right now has a problem with Rob Manfred and the way he just kind of strong arm it's like yeah that's something I would like to, I want to see back next year and uh I don't think I, I think Tony Clark's gonna try to be a man mm-hmm. and 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 step up to this dude instead of just being catty and arguing with each other in in Twitter but if they do hey F
1: it we'll have content uh Eric Eric like my like my extra innings line that's all that matters we made it <laughs> Eric aren't you supposed to be making us some fire content He's supposed to be sleeping, man. He's got to catch up on, I know, on right? like two, three months of
0: four months, five months, six months of sleep and beard care and beard care. Beard I care. mean, he doesn't have a beard, apparently. Finally, then, I guess piggybacking off of what you just said uh-huh. uh, or part of what you said, will spring training start on schedule? Ooh, man. <laughs> I oh, man. A lot of variables.
1: <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. I, proud do, of I think it will be a much more condensed version. That's all I can really say. That's my only prediction that I have at this point. Can will they, do they start that again? on time? I don't know. Will it be shorter? I think so.
0: Can they do that again, though? I think they don't really have a choice. Summer yet. camp hurt a number of pitchers. It did, especially. But, but it's a it's gonna it's a little bit different
1: in the sense of you're not starting and then stopping and then starting again. It's start. Let's get the slow build. That's a to good it. point. That's a I good don't point. even know if they're gonna do 162 games that's, season. That's, that's, that's the, the, next the other I big have. part.
0: Uh, a subcategory to this is will they. Uh, will they be able to have a shortened season cuz you already seen them complain about lack of of money or or the the uh how much money they lost this season i don't think they're going to do a shortened season especially, especially if they can't have fans or if they're like under 50% capacity and we know in california there's not going to be fans at any of the ballparks so it uh it will be interesting to see whether or not there's actually going to be baseball on time played well uh played in full Played with fans All of the above There's a lot of variables I mean if You know People just wore their damn mask For like three weeks And stayed home We'd be fine
1: I I can stay home I don't have a problem I'm gonna go home now Actually <laughs> Dinner's ready
0: That's not a political statement That's just, I just Science fact <laughs> I just That he wants home. to go home <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, hopefully we do get to be back at the ballpark next year. We get to have our $700 uh, micheladas and all the things that yeah, are that are yeah. good time ballpark funds and everything. Uh, it was fun, by the way. I enjoyed doing that. I think it was different. I think we'll bring that back a lot more, uh, in the post season here and the off season here. Um, yeah. Final thing I wanted to point out. Yes. Tomorrow is the election and, uh, <laughs> You know, things are very much about to go off the rails for for everybody in the coming days and the weeks. So just the the, the important thing I wanted to tell everybody, me, uh, there's nobody, is just be nice to people and be nice to each other. That's like literally one of the easiest things you can do to your brothers and sisters and foes and everybody. Don't be a dick. Yeah. I like people. The more you know.
1: I mean, I don't really like people, but like I like to be nice to people when I have to be nice to people. Yeah,
0: you don't like people, don't but like you're people. not an active a-hole to people.
1: No, I just pretend to not see them.
0: Don't be an active a-hole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you have one thing to take away from this episode, it's don't be an That's the title of the episode. Nothing else. I know people are going to say, well, Kike is going to be an angel, and that's going to be the one thing that sticks for you in this entire episode. But just, you know, just be a good person. There's a lot of good people out there. I get to meet a lot of good people online every day. You know, meet a lot of good people online every day. You get to learn a lot about life. get to understand that you don't know everything, because I don't know anything. So, that's all I got to say about that.
0: Uh, Tina says, Life's too short to be a jerk. And that's a good point. Jose Rod says, Let the game come to you. Yeah, you know, stick to the game plan, get the rebounds, uh, you know, crash the boards, make sure you're, you're there, you're open for, for, uh, for the, the wide open J. Do your job. Do your job. Uh, Eric says, Everybody needs to have a blessed day. And other Eric says, When will the Dodgers win the whole thing in 162 games? <laughs> other Eric. Uh, next year. Because the Dodgers are going to try to go back to back, and we're going to talk more about that next week. Because why not? We'll be here next Monday, but we'll probably have to look to changing it because it's Monday Night Football, and at some point there's going to be eh. you know not the Giants playing, but uh,
1: Saints play the Bucks next week. The we're going to be
0: we're going to be doing uh, baseball, sports, Dodger talk all off season long. That is what we do. We're not just here when it's convenient. We are here with you every single week. So. Find us on the internet. There's a whole bunch of good stuff there at DodgersNation.com. That is a place where he and I work, and it's part of what you're watching right here. So it's cool. thing. Subscribe to Blue Heaven. We are a podcast. You just listen to a podcast. You just watch the podcast, too, while you're at it. We're on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all the spots you can get your podcast for free. We are there. So, you know, leave a a nice review. Leave some stars, all that kind of stuff. Five would be terrific. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash... Dodgers Nation TV. Our post game host, Mr. Doug McCain, just posted a fire season wrap hype video that uh, I think even Eric would love. So Eric, go ahead and check it out because it's really kick-ass. Thank you. I I yield my time. It'll make you cry. Definitely make you
1: cry. Guys, I'm at brookme3. This guy over here is at RealFRG. We're both on Twitter and Instagram. We'll be live doing stuff all off-season long because we have nothing else to do. All we do is baseball, even when there's no baseball. We're at Dodgers Nation on Twitter. At official Dodgers Nation on Instagram. Make sure you go over there, check out that giveaway, win yourself a JT jersey to wear to Christmas or whatever you want to do. Thanks, guys, for hanging out with us. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for being here all season long and making this worth it. Don't forget to go out and vote tomorrow if you haven't already. We love you. We appreciate you. Stay safe.
2: Bye. Bye.